0: The high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. You really just. <laughs> <laughs> He's a rookie, everybody.
1: He is Bologna. a rookie. I'm he dropping
0: L. He is on your the Eli
1: Manning of the station. I'm going to drop L's I on am your the Patriots Tom then. Brady. Okay, if all I'm Eli Manning
0: and you're Tom Brady, you know what that means head to head? You've gone down twice. But also,
1: that means I have six Super Bowl rings, an incredibly beautiful wife.
0: You know, Tom Brady's undoubtedly in, in the Hall houses. of Fame, probably the greatest of all time. But, you know, I almost want to say losing to Eli Manning twice in a Super Bowl almost makes it worth it for all the NFL fans. Almost makes it go down. The NFL a bit. world
1: won twice. They've won two Super Bowls, the NFL world has, thanks to Eli Manning. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Full Court Press. It's a Friday. Thank you. Congratulations. Goodness. You made it to a Friday. It's Friday, Which January so 84th. <laughs> you know, we were talking about this on your morning show. By the way, AJ Knight on that side. I'm Al J. Salveson here. AJ Knight is part of the VFX Morning Show with McCall Taylor. I'm um, everywhere.
0: 94.5,
1: Dude, would you stop? Man, you are just braggadocious today.
0: I'm just saying, if you listen to radio in the Valley, I'm somewhere. <laughs> All the time. Uh, sure.
1: But are you on the number
0: one rated show? Is that this show? Oh, yeah. It's for me, <laughs> only sometimes. Because of me. The times I'm on the show, it's not the number one rated show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, let's do, we get load it. Let's do this. Sorry, we, I'll we, stop we interrupting. Do, yeah, would you please stop? My apologies.
1: It is time for our favorite segment of the day on a Friday. <music>
0: I don't care if Monday's blue, Tuesday's grey and Wednesday too, Thursday, I don't care about you It's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday, everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend Friday is forever, we belong together, so come on, come on, and don't just say never
1: AJ Knight, AJ Salveson here on the Full Court Press, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The fan, it is time for roll call. That's right. Text in if you are listening. Where are you are listening from? 435 339 0321. 435 339 0321. You can also hit, up, uh, hit us up on Twitter. I'm at AJ Salvey, A J A Y S A L V Y. And AJ Knight
0: is. At AJ, or excuse me, at the AJ yeah, Knight. Sorry, the AJ.
1: the AJ Knight. My apologies.
0: I, it's the. Yeah, I know it sounds arrogant. It was just because one of the AJ Knights wasn't available, and it's that all social media.
1: All right, text in uh, for roll call 435 339 0321. If you're listening and where you're listening from, and if you want to, there's certain topics you want to hit on today. We're, of course, going to hit on Utah State, Colorado State tomorrow night, 8 o'clock Spectrum. Richie Shore of ESPN, he'll be on the broadcast. We'll be joining us at 5 o'clock to talk about just that. Our intern walks in late. That is so intern of you. So unprofessional. Quit talking. We're on the air. Jeez. Uh, we we got Utah Jazz basketball as they get ready for a very crucial and brutal stretch coming up in the next thirteen to fourteen games. Uh, we'll get into that in a deeper uh, form. Our Friday five best is going to contain gonna the be five best Major League Baseball players who are not in the Hall of Fame. And I really, 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 really would love your guys' input on this. Our listeners, give us your five best baseball players who are not in the Hall of Fame. That is our Friday five best. Your five best baseball
0: players. Not in the Hall of Fame, 435-339-0321. Quick clarification on that. Is it five just in total or five that are eligible that aren't?
1: No, five in total.
0: So it could be, okay. Yeah. Good I mean, clarification. Yeah. I mean, okay. I, and,
1: and I, can almost, I can almost say this, is that our list will not be the same. I'd be surprised if it was.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, All right, so, uh, AJ, let's start here. Utah Jazz start their very brutal stretch coming up here uh, versus a lot of playoff-caliber teams. The one who isn't is sitting just outside of the playoff chase, and that's Portland. Excuse me, I had to think about that for a second. That's Portland Trailblazers who are sitting in 10th right now. So uh, everybody else, you got two Houston, two Denver, two San Antonio, two Dallas. Dallas is the first one tomorrow that's at home. It's a 3 o'clock start. Which you'll hear, uh, yeah, you'll hear that here on the Full Court Press uh, with uh, David Locke and Ron Boone. As far as I know, I need to make sure and double, triple check that. But you should be hearing that here on this very station, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan, Dallas and Jazz tomorrow. Uh, AJ, uh, look, they've been through a nice down stretch of teams who are just,
0: just suck at basketball. Yep. G League basketball teams. Yeah, but they did what they needed to. You could, I mean, wins, win. you got to beat the teams in front of you. So the ones that they should beat, they beat. Good job. They,
1: yep, that's right. They did. So now we get ready for the stretch. How confident are you going into this? Uh, we're going to say 14-game stretch because there's Phoenix and Boston right after that. Boston's at home. Phoenix is at home as well. Uh, how uh, confident are you with them going into the stretch that so they can get out of here with a plus 500 record?
0: I think th- – I'm pretty confident. I mean, the Mavericks are kind of a darling team that everybody liked preseason, and they're sitting at fifth right now, and Luka Doncic looks like he's going to be a potential future MVP, um, but that team has issues. Luka specifically seems to struggle closing games out, and you know, the Rockets, I know that is a team that the Jazz have had their struggles with in recent seasons, but they're trending down. I do the partnership of Harden and Westbrook is not going to win them a championship, and I can't wait to watch that blow up because somehow it won't be James Harden's fault either. And then the Spurs are tough. That one will be tough. Trailblazers are not good. So I think they for sure should be able to come out at least 500.
1: 500. At least 500. At least 500. What's a satisfactory record for you?
0: Um, Considering the opponents they're playing, I think if you can go... Eight and six, you ought to be able to tread water because, I mean, they're playing the Nuggets. So the Jazz are second, the Nuggets are fourth, Mavericks are fifth, Rockets sixth, Spurs eighth, Trailblazers tenth. So if you tread water, ideally, that would keep you at at least in the same spot because you're playing a bunch of teams that are right jammed together. So if you can tread water, I don't know that you would lose a ton of ground. So I would say eight, nine wins at least. So would it be eight and six, nine and
1: five, at least, give or take. The Jets will face, as a current right now, as it stands at this very moment, seven playoff teams out of the next ten games. The three team, the three games against non-playoff teams will be against. Check this: the Spurs and Blazers, uh, both of which uh, teams are two games out of the eight spot. The other games will be, I mean, just ginormous matchups again. Dallas, Denver, Houston—both are twice each—and then at the end of the stretch, you get Phoenix with Devin Booker. And if he gets snubbed, he's going to be pissed. Uh, and then you get Boston with Gordon Hayward and Kemba Walker coming into Vivint Smart Home Arena. Now, uh, I don't think a 500 record hurts them majorly in the Western Conference standings, but if they go in, if they get out of here going three and 11, they're in deep trouble. Because a they're going to lose some tiebreakers, and b it's hard to get yourself back and catch yourself up. Uh, This I I guess I I say this in quotation marks. This
0: late in the season. Well, yeah, I think this stretch is, I mean, kind of a dust statement, but I think this stretch determines your season because if you think so, you're going to get the eye test, right? Because of all the playoff teams, but if you manage to navigate this stretch, you would probably solidify yourself for the last what so it's 13 about third of the season uh somewhere in the top four and if you come out really good say you go 10 11 wins maybe but if you do that you've probably locked in a top top three seed because maybe 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 top three because uh they're the jazz are second four and a half behind the Lakers Clippers five games nuggets five and a half and then Mavericks seven and a half so two through four jammed right together, and they're going to play, what, two games against Nuggets, two against Mavericks, two against the Rockets, who are four, five, and six. So if you can handle your business, you might extend that gap, so then it would be the two LA teams and the Jazz jostling for one, two, and three.
1: Now, I like seven, so over the next ten games against playoff caliber teams, right, I like seven and three. Seven and three, to me, keeps you at, gets you at 38 and 16 going into the all-star break with the other two games four games with it i would say mm, 10 and 4 10 and 4 to me is is vital to some the maybe maybe getting you through some tiebreaker situations yep. and getting you enough room to breathe in that three spot even actually in the two spot because i have them sweeping denver
0: yeah, well, I, I think that they're playing for the two spot. I know that they're only a half game ahead of the Clippers, but the Clippers just are lollygagging, and they're not really taking it seriously, so I think they're just content if they take a top four seed, but I I think they're really, this stretch could determine if you're going to keep pace with the Lakers. I don't, I don't know that they'll catch them for the one, but I mean, two seed would be a pretty good consolation, because that guarantees you're not going to see the Lakers till the Western Conference Finals.
1: You, but you would see probably Houston maybe, right, in that second round. Well, no, you would see Houston as a two-seed. If they're a four or five-seed, you don't see Houston at all. Houston's
0: sitting at six right now.
1: Oh, yeah, never mind. You would see him at this point in time. That sucks. Yeah.
0: Here's what we want. Ideally, you get the Thunder, the Spurs at the seven, and then the Clippers end up as the four, so they have to take on the Lakers in the second round. That's the exact way you want the standings to break.
1: All right, so let's do this. Let's dance here, okay? Uh, Dallas, we- let's go through each game. Tell me, win or loss oh, geez. on the next fourteen games, okay? Uh, Adam, the intern, do I? Do you have paper and pen over there? You don't, do you? He does. He does. All right. Well, let's give him paper and pen. Adam, the intern. By the way, Adam, the intern, how are you today? I'm doing
0: good. Okay, when
1: even... we have a show at 4 o'clock, you need to be in the studio. <laughs> for not freaking looking at shoes and
0: how they're made. Oh, no, I wasn't
1: looking at shoes. Gabby. That was
0: before. but no, So me... what we
1: do with Gabby the intern in
0: there then? Uh, Jay, we were that is not appropriate for radio right now. We were talking. We'll we're... talk about it when he's older. Okay. And hey, what is your guys' day-day? Have you figured it out yet? <laughs> no,
1: she threw out some ideas, and I said I love them all. So. You know, the oh, Jazz. Okay, come so, on. Help so, her out. The Jazz
0: have some pretty good games coming up. Yeah, what saying. are we doing? What are we doing? Just come saying. on. Let's get
1: back on track. I just wanted to know. Okay, so here. Uh, Adam, what I want you to do is take record of what AJ's record out of the 14 games will be in mine oh as well. Boy. Okay? Okay. So here we go. Uh, AJ, we'll start with you. Dallas and Houston at home, 25th and 27th.
0: Uh, Two wins. So they're 2-0? and oh. Yep. Uh
1: Wednesday, January 29th at San Antonio. Loss. Thursday, January 30th at Denver. Loss. Saturday, February 1st at Portland. Win. Wednesday, February 5th, home against Denver. Win. Home against Portland. Win. At Houston. Loss. At Dallas. Win. Wow. Uh, versus Miami. That's a tough one. Win. Versus San Antonio. Win. Versus Houston. Loss. Versus Phoenix. Win versus Boston. Win. His record is what?
0: Ten and four.
1: Jeez, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be, was a little bit more closer than that. All right, so here we go. Uh, versus Dallas at home is a win. Uh, homing in Houston's a win. At San Antonio's a win. At Denver's a win. At Portland's a loss. Hmm. Versus Denver's a win. Versus Portland is a loss. You're gonna have them lose to Portland twice? Yep. At Houston is a loss. At Dallas is a loss. Versus Miami. San Antonio is a win. That Miami one would be a big one. Yeah, it will be. Uh home against Houston is a loss. Phoenix
0: is a win. Boston is a loss. I think you're nine and five. Yeah, nine and six. Nine and six, excuse me. Wait no, there's only no, only fourteen. There's only games. Okay, 14 sure, games. Nine, nine, and five. Nine right, and five it's on me. So one different. The important thing is you and I both picked them to not win the series against the Rockets because we both gave them two L's. Yeah, I don't see him beating
1: I don't see him beating Houston at Houston. I just there's no, no way. So. That's crazy. So that team
0: ne- is trending down. How do you justify the Jazz losing to the Trailblazers? Twice. Yeah, let's hear that one. Yeah, Dude, I want da- that one.
1: Damian Lillard is nuts when at Portland. Okay, right. At Portland, that's Damian Lord's going to get his. He, he I, and I just loves feel him like Salt Lake City. Yeah, that's exactly right. He and I feel like, okay, Lake City. You got, okay, you got, you you go from Portland, you get four days off, and then you get Denver at home, which will be an emotional win. Eight o'clock on ESPN, February seventh at eight thirty on ESPN is home against Portland. But I feel like they'll be so drug out, exhausted that they'll lose that Portland game, and then they got to go to Rockets and Dallas, and they'll lose those two yeah, as well. So we have that three game
0: losing streak. How does the, uh, I don't like the, the way the NBA schedule still doesn't make a ton of sense to me. What part? Uh, I I know they've done a better job of getting rid of back to backs. It's just, uh, I don't This is a whole conversation for another day. I just, I don't understand the like go to Denver Thursday, the 30th, and then Denver comes to Utah Wednesday, February 5th. Like, it seems like there's a whole lot of those where it's like, all right, all right, we'll host you and then we'll go to your place like immediately after. I just don't understand.
1: Well, uh, add this on to with it. When they play Dallas, either if maybe by tomorrow, Golden State, according to Woj Ronowski, has just finalized a deal to trade Willie Cauley-Stein to Dallas. So Willie Cauley-Stein is well, to the Dallas it. Mavericks. That is not a good thing for Utah.
0: <laughs> so uh, will play or there? There if, has to be some amount of time we, between. No,
1: I mean, look, if he can get there and pass his physical, I mean, by later tonight. They could do it. I mean, if they can finalize the deal, get him over to Dallas, pass his physical, he should be good to go by tomorrow. I don't think he'll Does it play say tomorrow. say what they got for him? No, they haven't announced it yet.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they're still working that. I don't think he plays tomorrow. But hey, where did you have the Jazz finishing preseason in like, the conference?
1: Uh, oh, just after the season, my prediction? Yeah. I had him fifth. You had him really? Yeah. Had I had second. I had, I had Lakers, Clippers, uh, Houston. And who is my fourth team? I can't remember my fourth team. Denver. Uh, no, yeah, it was Denver. Uh, yeah. And then I had Portland like sixth, San Antonio seventh, and New Orleans eighth.
0: Yeah, New Orleans. I sorry. thought
1: New Orleans, without the injury, I thought they were going to be a really I good think, basketball I think Zion team. I doesn't get
0: hurt. they definitely be in. I mean, they'd they definitely be there with the Thunder, I think. Okay. Yeah, I had the Jets second.
1: So I had 9-5. You have ten and, 10 and 4, four. I, I love the 10 and 4. I love it. So my question to you two now, Adnan Turner, if you'll just continue to stay on with us for just a moment, I want to ask you out of Luka Doncic, sorry, James Harden, and uh, LeBron James. Oh. No, not, sorry, because they don't play the Lakers. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, In that stretch, they play, so Luka Doncic, James Harden, and we'll say Damian Lillard, who has the highest scoring game against the Jazz. Probably James Harden. Dollar Dame. I'm thinking Dame. I'm thinking at Portland, Dame's just going to – Dude, I, I, he has some, like, little, like, edginess. When Utah comes to play Portland, it's just like, oh. Yeah,
0: you know, I, was, I was Almost told,
1: like uh, we're, like, full of Westbrooks on the team. I don't I, know what his deal is.
0: I was told, Najee, you'd probably know better than, than I do. He writes um, three O's on every pair of sneakers he wears for Oakland, Ogden, and Oregon. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh, and he got his degree, by the way, at Weber State, too. He actually yep. came back, finished his degree after during his NBA career, which was really
0: cool. He has a rap about being on the Jazz. Hmm. Mentioned Jerry Sloan in it.
1: Uh, Let's see here. So Golden State, by the way, according to Walsh, as we update that trade, Golden State's trading uh Willie Colley Stein to Dallas. Dallas will also get a center in the wake of Dwight Powell's season-ending injury. Oh, yeah, that looked bad. Yeah, I saw that, like, briefly. So, I mean, they'll get the center, but then they they still haven't announced what Golden State's going to get in return, at
0: least I haven't seen yet. Nope, nothing I'd yet. imagine a minor pick.
1: Yeah, it's got to be a second-rounder.
0: Probably. Actually, a second-rounder might be kind of high for Willie Cauley-Stein. I think he's only in a one-year deal, too. I think they just signed him to prove uh, it contract. Yeah,
1: gotcha. So then it's a cheap get, too.
0: That's a big body. I mean, that's what they're doing this year. Here, here's one I have for you, AJ. I posted – I write occasionally – I posted this article – on uh, the fan Facebook page, you probably have to scroll down a ways to find it. I wrote an article that I think I basically I think teams out of have have to take advantage of Golden State this year because I think they will be absolutely back in contention next year for three reasons. Oh,
1: I've been yeah, yeah, I've been saying that forever because okay. w- one, they're going to get a top five lottery pick because they suck so bad. Yep. Then comes back Draymond Green. Then comes back Steph Curry. Then comes back Klay Thompson, and two. then they get a trade. If someone finds Golden State attractive enough in free agency, they're gonna cut. They're gonna come. Yep, they're gonna get him.
0: Yep. Okay, you and I are on the same page. I got into a bunch of Facebook arguments because people were like, "No, no, who knows what Clay's gonna look like, and who knows Steph's always hurt." I was like, "You gotta be kidding me, right?" It's the it's a league of two. They have two, and they're gonna get a top five pick. And they can trade D'Angelo Russell, which everyone knows they're going to do. My question to you is: Who do they draft?
1: Who's in this draft this year that could be that game-changing player? I
0: honestly would be surprised if they actually make that pick. Yeah, I don't think they will. Think I think I think they will trade the pick and D'Angelo to somebody. Yeah, that makes more sense. Get some high.
1: Well, and Alec Burks is trade bait too. Alec Burks could be gone by February.
0: Oh yeah, they're gonna. I mean, any, anything that's not probably what Pascal. Uh, Pool obviously Clay, uh Steph, Gr- Draymond Green. There might be another other handful of players. Anything other than those about handful guys gone. If you want them, you can have them. What do you give us? See ya.
1: What in the world? So, you called it. Uh, Golden State, again, is getting Willie Cauley-Stein. And in return, uh, Dallas is sending Utah's 2020 second round pick.
0: And it comes full circle. There's your jazz talk. What in the good name is Dallas or Golden State doing? Getting draft capital for a guy they're not going to keep on the team.
1: Yeah, we are We are captain of the ship in that category. Drafting a guy and then four years later, you know what? It's just not working out. Or on the other side, you know what? Gail, I'm going to stay. No, I'm going. No, I'm staying. No, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going to go. But I'm not even going to say goodbye. <laughs> I don't have your cell phone number, Gail Miller. I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm still bitter about that. Uh, Yeah, so Dallas, so here's what's going on. Golden State is going to trade Willie Collison to Dallas, and in return, they are getting the value of a Utah 2020 second-round pick.
0: So Congratulations, draft capital.
1: kids. <laughs> yeah, wow. Okay. That's uh, that's fun. That's cool. <laughs> uh. All right, so going back to the Jazz schedule, again, in this 14-game stretch, Dallas tomorrow, 3 o'clock p.m., uh, you'll be able to hear that game here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. I don't think, yeah, yeah, you'll hear that game on The Fan, because college, yeah, we do air college basketball games on the station, but they don't take priority, of course, over the Utah Jazz, so you'll hear Dallas and Utah at Vivis Arena at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. By the way, I do not know, and maybe you guys can help me out if this is true or not, uh, but I heard... That they're because I was like, why are they airing a matinee game, really? Like a midday game at home on a Saturday afternoon because Europe wants to see the game and it falls within. That. They're able to, the Europe fans are able to go watch Dallas play with Luka Doncic.
0: Well, that and Rudy Gobert, for yeah. the Jazz. I totally buy that, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So uh, I thought I think
1: that's pretty cool. The yeah. midday game, though, fans will be able to get there early, go home early, they'll be home at a very decent time. Uh, actually, for Aggie fans, you'll be home before the Utah State game starts, so you can go watch the Dallas game, come home, watch the Aggie game at eight o'clock at night.
0: Yeah, Ws all around. Basketball.
1: Uh, the following games in this stretch will be on national television. Uh, Houston at home will be on NBA TV. That's at seven o'clock. Denver at home will be at eight o'clock on ESPN. Eight thirty p.m. on ESPN will be Portland at home. NBA TV will have at Houston. Uh, Boston, and they don't have another nationally televised game in that stretch until Boston at home, 8 o'clock on ESPN. Yeah, they go 10-4. and I think they might find their way into a few more television sets. I guess they could side into a couple slots uh, that that the Warriors currently own right now, but they boot them off because they don't (laughs) want to see a G-League team play basketball. Whoops. I looked, when I went to Northern
0: California over the holiday break, those tickets, by the way, despite the fact, this was over Christmas, so it wasn't like, oh no, the team magically stinks. The team's terrible. Those tickets were still like 150 bucks to sit in the last row. It was ridiculous.
1: So... I am part owner of season jazz tickets for row eight, uh-huh. and I was asking the guy who, because I have a guy who puts them on sale. You know, if you can't use them, he put them up for two hundred eighty-five bucks a ticket, and they're all selling. Make your making money, buddy! So much money right now—it's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, Scamming man. all the fans, I love it, baby! I love it. All right, once again, just want to make sure I get this out. Was Ranaske is reported that Golden State has finalized the deal to trade or to grab Willie? No, sorry, to trade Willie Collie Stein. To Dallas, and in return, Dallas trades the second-round pick that they got via the Utah Jazz, the 2020 second-round pick. Oh, God bless America. The capitalism. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we're going to take a break. Coming back, and by the way, don't forget, we're going to get into our five best in a little bit. Coming back, Eli Manning is retired. And for Finally. about 20 seconds yesterday, we got into this, but we didn't get into it enough. Is Eli Manning with two Super Bowl victories, both MVPs, is he... A Hall of Famer, and if he—oh,
0: <laughs> sorry—we were taking that seriously. My if God.
1: he is, then what does that mean for other guys who are needing to be in the Hall of Fame, or who should be in the Hall of Fame, or who could be in the Hall of Fame? How does that fake? How does that affect the Hall of Fame in the future for other future inductees? AJ, not on that side. I'm AJ Salveson. you listen to the Full Court Press. FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
0: Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Yeah, you can be the greatest. You can be the best. Call, this chest. song is not Eli Manning's theme song. Yes, it is, because you
1: are Eli Manning, and you are in the Hall of Fame, That is such an insult. He is You're not in, in the, hall the Hall of Fame. Radio... You're in the Radio Hall of Fame. One day. Okay, calm down there. I have an award. You got an ego, Just because you're on five stations
0: in one day does not make you. I must you. be pretty deep. Or we just don't have anyone.
1: Ah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Ding, ding, ding. At times we are desperate for talent. All right,
0: let's get this out of the way before, you know, he's going to go in here in five years.
1: <laughs> Eli Manning of the New York Giants, who has spent 16 years all with one team, two Super Bowls, two MVPs in those Super Bowls, is recalling a <laughs> – He's calling it a career. He you know, know why he is, by the, the way?
0: Season. Why? Because Jason Garrett became his OC. He's like, oh, pff, out. Yeah, I See ain't ya. doing
1: this. I saw you at Dallas <laughs> and what you did. <laughs> uh, No, that'd be Kellen Moore's fault,
0: actually. Well, you know, me. the good thing is Eli's career is 500, so if he works with Jason Garrett, his career will stay 500.
1: How, uh, finishing a 117 wins, 117 career regular season record. Uh, in, but two of the greatest playoff runs maybe in NFL history, uh, winning games on the road. That 07 run, look, I have refused. I have not seen the 07 Super Bowl of Patriots and Giants since that very day. I refuse to watch it. But that road to the Super Bowl they took, all right, including beating Dallas and Green Bay on the road, is one of the greatest runs I've ever seen. He owns just about every franchise passing record and ranks among the NFL's top seven in touchdown passes and passing yards. So why isn't he a Hall of Famer in AJ's eyes?
0: Because he's not very good. He won two Super Bowls with two MVPs. Okay, first of all, let us just quickly address that. He was along for the ride while the defense carried them most of the way. The running game was a big factor in the first one as well. One, the David Tyree throw, while one of the greatest highlights in Super Bowl history, is pure luck. I'll give you the Mario Manningham one. He is not very good. That's like saying, this, this is the argument that drove me bonkers. Everyone's like, Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco. He won a Super Bowl, right? Joe Flacco is not a good quarterback. He got lucky once. Once! He went on a run. He's not a, He was never considered a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Eli Manning has never been considered a top five quarterback in the league any season. He's led the NFL in interceptions multiple seasons. He's not even the best quarterback in his draft class. So how did he win two
1: Super Bowl MVPs when they matter the most? Look, he's a reason. I know we talked about how good that defense was for the Patriots. But I feel like Eli Manning did so well, especially in that second matchup with the Patriots in 2012, did so well in that game that he's a reason why they won the second Super Bowl. The first Super Bowl, yeah, yeah, he is. That throw to Mario Manningham on the sideline, deep down the sideline, was pure gorgeous. He led, AJ, not one, but two game-winning Super Bowl drives that didn't end in field goals. They ended in touchdowns, man. In touchdowns. <laughs> one throw. One throw does not make up for the other two. Two drives. Two game-winning drives. No. no. To win the Super no. Bowl. One versus an undefeated Patriots team. The other versus a revengeful Patriots team. He's n- he's not a Hall of Famer. You still haven't
0: given me a good reason why. He's two- thrown 244 interceptions. He's 117 and 117. He shouldn't have been the MVP in either of the Super Bowls that he played in. What are you talking about? The defense should have sixteen and Who are you going to give it to? Listen, Patriots Who are you going to hey, who here, you who
1: you gonna give that? Who are you, you going to give the first, uh, second Super Bowl MVP to?
0: The defense. The defense. The it goes second to the defense. Super
1: Bowl MVP is going to go
0: to the one yes. of the defense. Yes. I mean, who? Hey, answer me this question, oh Patriots gosh, fan. This is Patriots fan. How many points did your New England Patriots score? At sixteen and zero in that first Super Bowl. Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Sixteen. I don't think so. I think it was 17, I, I, but whatever. The no, it was 14. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eli Manning did a good job holding them to 14 points. They were obliterating people that season with Randy Moss. Defense. 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 He still Defense. has to do what he
1: does on his side, and he led two game when he drives in the Super Bowl. Man, he's not a Hall of Famer. Okay, so here, let's do this. You wanna? You wanna? Yeah, okay. Let's by play that, a game. No, argument, hold on. Let's play a game Dilfer right now. Hall of no. Famer? Yeah. Okay. hold Actually, let's no, no, no. let's go through this list. Let's go through this list right now. Hold on. Hold your water. Okay. Shut up. Bart Starr MVP. Is he a Hall of Famer? Yes or no. Bart Starr is one of the greatest. I just asked you if time. it's no. Yes or no question. Yes. Joe Namath. MVP of Super Bowl number three. <sighs> Was he a Hall of Famer? No, he's in the Hall of Fame.
0: That that's not an no, argument. No, it doesn't for matter. There.
1: My question is: Is he in the Hall of Fame? Yes or no? Oh, you asked me if he's in the Hall of Fame. Oh I don't. Hell, what am th-
0: I doing? You lived? said you said is he a Hall of Famer? Yes, no, because, because don't think he's, in, he's, the I don't think he he's in the Hall
1: of Fame. I don't think he should be in the Hall of Fame. It doesn't matter what you think.
0: I, I if you watch the NFL oh in their Hall of Fame, man. it's not with the Hall of Fame. It's the Hall of Very. It's the Hall of Very Good. Chuck Howley. Uh, let's see. Here is the
1: only nope. Just kidding. Harvey Martin is not in. In fact, a couple of these guys are not even eligible yet. So Roger Staubach, MVP, Hall of Fame. Jake Scott is not eligible for the Hall of Fame. No, he is. He just hasn't made it yet. Uh, Larry Zonka, Franco Harris, Lynn Swan, Fred Biletnikoff, all one MVPs, all in the Hall of Fame. Harvey Martin is not in the Hall of Fame yet. Randy White, Terry Bradshaw in the Hall of Fame. Jim Plunkett, that's a robbery, too. He should be in the Hall of Fame. He's not. Joe Montana, John Riggins, Marcus Allen, Joe Montana, again. Richard Dent are all in the Hall of Fame, all Super Bowl MVPs. Phil Simms and Doug Williams are not in the Hall of Fame. Is that true? Phil Simms is not a Hall of Famer. I would agree with that. I don't think Doug Williams is either. Jerry Rice... Uh, is a Hall of Famer. Troy Emmett Emmitt Smith, Steve Young, all Hall of Famers and all MVP Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVPs. Larry Brown, Desmond Howard are not. <laughs> Des- Terrell Davis, John Elway, Kurt Warner, Ray Lewis, all Super Bowl MVPs, all Hall of Famers. Tom Brady will be. Dexter Jackson, Deion Branch, Heinz Ward. Uh, Peyton Manning is not eligible yet. He'll and be neither Hall of is Famer, Santonio Holmes. So all those guys are not eligible for the Hall of Fame.
0: Santonio Holmes and Deion Branch are not going to be Hall of Famers. Heinz Ward, I think, will make it. I think.
1: Actually, no, Heinz Ward won't make it. If if Santonio Holmes isn't making it, Heinz Ward isn't making it either.
0: Santonio Holmes' career was not long enough. Heinz <laughs> Ward isn't making it either, man. I don't think he should be. I'm just saying I think he'll make it. I think Eli Manning, if you ask me, will Eli Manning be in the Hall of Fame? Yes, he will be. Should he be? No,
1: he's not a Hall of Fame quarterback. Drew Brees, Joe Flacco, Aaron Rodgers, not Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Malcolm. This is Malcolm Smith, morons. Malcolm Butler, Tom Brady, Von Miller, (laughs) Nick Foles will not be in the Hall of Fame. (laughs) Julian Edelman will be. <laughs> Nick, dude, you know what? I think we should roll Nick Foles in for solidarity purposes in the wheelbarrow out to the midfield. Honestly, the they Super should Bowl just do the coin toss. They
0: should extend the trade deadline to right before the Super Bowl, and then any team can just trade for Nick Foles. <laughs> the Eagles should just put Nick Foles behind glass. <laughs> oh, crap. We're going in the playoffs. Carson Wentz is going to get hurt again. You know it's coming. you getting and- hurt in the game against Seattle. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, so Okay, so again, I want to go through that one more time. Uh, Drew Brees, Hall of Famer, yes or no? Yes. Even though he wasn't voted on the NFL 100 what, all-time team with 10 quarterbacks, he didn't make it. That's ridiculous. He's a Hall of Famer. Aaron Rodgers? Hall of Famer. Joe Overrated, but Hall of Famer. Joe Flacco? Absolutely not. So then Aaron Rodgers shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame.
0: Are you kidding me? Aaron Rodgers is probably the most physically gifted quarterback to ever play in the NFL. Holy crap,
1: so was freaking Terrell Pryor, so was Jamarcus no. Russell, no, so was Michael Vick, no, and you're more no, gifted no, than Aaron no, Rodgers no, was. No, Yes, no, they no, were. They're no, more you gifted, picked, better no, arm. You Don't p- tell me no, that p- if, if Joe Flacco you, shouldn't be in there, Aaron Rodgers
0: shouldn't you be. You picked three quarterbacks no. that have oh a, a NFL trait. Terrell Price he, is fast. Jamarcus Ruckle has a big this arm. Aaron Rodgers is the most accurate. This he, a, whole thing I can't look stand to the, the guy, traits. but he is absolutely this a Hall isn't of about Famer. NFL you traits. should not be allowed to talk oh sports ever again. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron absolutely Aaron Rodgers is famer. not a Hall of
1: Famer if Joe Flacco isn't.
0: Joe Flacco doesn't stand a chance. Joe Flacco should have been cut like five years ago. He's not that good. <laughs> Neither is Aaron Rodgers, obviously, according to you. You have got to be no. kidding me. <laughs> You're the reason Utah doesn't have an NFL franchise.
1: <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm glad because no one would show up. Vaughn Miller, Hall of Famer, yes or no? Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, me too. Julian Edelman? I
0: don't know who that is. You do know who Julian Edelman is? No. Julian Edelman. Geez, you need to enunciate better. No, What do you mean enunciate?
1: Julian Edelman?
0: Not a Hall of Famer.
1: Are you... Was, is Wes Welker a Hall of Famer? Wes Welker wasn't good enough to be in the Hall of Fame.
0: Julian Edelman's not going to be a Hall of Famer. But
1: Julian Edelman is a better receiver than Wes Welker is. That's Julian great. Edelman, that's... And by the way, Wes Welker did, didn't do something that Julian Edelman did. Julian Edelman's won Super Bowls and been an MVP. Wes Welker never won a Super Bowl.
0: Okay, that's that's great. Deion Branch won an MVP. He's not going to be in the Hall of Fame Deion either. Deion Branch
1: didn't set record numbers for his franchise, for the most winning, winningest franchise
0: in NFL history. Julian Edelman is not a Hall of Famer. Julian Edelman is a Hall of Famer. He is absolutely Without not a Hall of, of doubt. Famer. <laughs> so Julian Edelman's a Hall of Famer, but Aaron Rodgers isn't? Yeah, dude. Oh my god. Because Julian
1: Edelman has set franchise records for the winningest franchise in NFL history. I
0: don't know. No, I to tell I you that? I do not care. I don't care. Gosh. You have
1: to be a transcendent you know player you know to you know be what? a Hall of Famer. No, no, it's okay because if, if, uh, if Aaron Rodgers is in the Hall of Fame, then you know what? Let's put... Heck, let's put uh, Trent Dilfer in there since he nope. won a Super Bowl. I nothing Mark to do. In I'm there. not making the
0: Super Bowl argument. You know you what? what? are.
1: Let's, uh, man. You know what? Steve Bono. God, that guy was so <laughs> I'm not good. even making
0: the Super Bowl argument. That's your case. I disagree My completely. Gosh. Aaron Rodgers Hall of Famer. Julian Edelman is not. Joe Flacco is. Nope.
1: And, and I mean, yeah. If Aaron Rodgers is, Joe Flacco is. Nope. I'll even I'll, I'll that sub argue out. make any Julian sense. Julian Edelman, I'll put Joe Flacco in.
0: Joe Flacco was never the best quarterback in his own division. Uh fair. Yes. <laughs> yes. You have to be a chance. But neither was Eli Manning, and
1: he's gonna make the Hall of Fame.
0: I agree. He is gonna make the Hall of Fame, but he is not a Hall of Famer. He's won two Super Bowl MVPs. That's multiple. I don't Do you, want,
1: any you. No, do you want to know how many quarterbacks have done that? He No, do you want to know how many quarterbacks have done that? I don't care. History. He doesn't deserve him. Because you're okay, you he doesn't deserve him because you are okay he does not deserve him because you do not like him. You're not giving I have him nothing straight, against You're not guy. giving good facts to say he doesn't deserve it.
0: I gave you plenty of facts. You, just no, you didn't did you like the it answers. Was.
1: He's he has an ugly nose.
0: Yeah, that he has ugly. That's lips. what I said, right, turn Adam. I just t- completely tore apart his his look.
1: That's I mean, you don't you're not giving me good facts to say. All right, here
0: I'll, I'll reiterate him again, nice Thank and slow you. for you. Ready? Yeah, enunciate. He's 117 mind. and 117. That's 500. That's not Hall of Fame worthy. Well, neither was for Joe Namath. I said Joe Namath wasn't a Hall of Famer. I said that at the beginning. I'm, of this. Not, I'm not saying hypothetically. I'm saying that they're in a Hall of Fame. I again, that argument doesn't work for me. I said he's going to get in. He's not a Hall of Famer. He has never been the best quarterback in the NFL. He never led it in touchdown passes. He's led the league in interceptions okay, three hold times.
1: On. Speaking of which, okay, you want numbers? He leads. Uh, Eli Manning is in the top ten in two major categories
0: in passing in NFL history. That Wonderful. doesn't do it for he, you. No, because he played 16 seasons. The last about five. You could t- how many? How many times was the discussion had over the last four or five seasons? Man, the Giants really stink. Why is Eli Manning still their quarterback? Everyone no, it was said the, said the, the coach. Juan it Barkley. was Mara, man.
1: It was no, the coach no, and the uh, management. It, it was the management. The management was bad. Bad.
0: No. No. Horrible.
1: No. No. They finally decided to actually get a running back and it looked you know what look what it did. That, it actually that helped. Was the, the wrong pick. Team.
0: That was not the right pick. They should have taken a quarterback.
1: They got Daniel Jones. You, Oh my gosh. They got Daniel Jones and they got Saquon Barkley, man. They were building for the future. That's what it was about. And by the way, Eli Manning had the worst offensive line in the NFC East.
0: <laughs> Picking Barkley was not about building for the future. Picking oh Barkley was heck. trying to get more life Dude, out of Eli and Manning. His,
1: it was the build around him and it wasn't good.
0: Eli they didn't Manning build around Eli
1: Manning like the Patriots didn't build around Tom Brady this year. <laughs> it's the same thing.
0: We <laughs> no, got to go to no, break. No, I no, got a not. headache.
1: No, it's not. Quit talking to me. Oh. All right, we're going to go to Region 11 basketball. Hopefully we'll get along in that conversation. <laughs>
0: Probably.
1: <laughs> Probably not. Uh AJ Knight on that side of MJ Salves you do the about to the Hall of Fame. You listen to the Full Court Press, which will be in the Hall of Fame one day, whether AJ agrees or not. 106 FM 1390 AM the fan. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter and online at
0: 1069thefan.com.
1: AJ Knight, Al J. Salveson here on the full court. Press 446 your time here on a Friday evening. Congrat- you made it, congratulations. You made it to the weekend. Hope yours is planned for a good one. Don't forget Utah State, Colorado State tomorrow night, 8 o'clock at the Spectrum. That game will be broadcast on ESPN. Don't forget your pregame here with Al Lewis. Really good stuff. Jalen Moore. postgame John Russell. Al Lewis. 6:10 a.m. KVNU. You do not want to miss it. No, we're gonna have a pretty good pregame too, when we
0: talk to uh, Richie here a little bit later. Yeah, Richie Schiller Looking here at the top to of the hour
1: from ESPN. He'll be a color analyst for that broadcast. You'll like it. I uh, think it's one
0: of those deja vu
1: things. It's Richie always does a great job. He's a fun guy. We've had him on a show a couple of times, so we have him on a show one more time, of course. And he's actually doing the next four Utah State games. Man, perfect guy to talk to then. So uh, he's Let's very familiar about with the Utah State. The refs. And yeah uh we have a bunch to get into with them we'll we'll ask him about the Boise State collapse which he was at we'll ask him about oh Colorado boy. State we'll ask him about the mountain West as a whole we'll talk some national collegiate college basketball the the national perspective Kansas in a situation where they have a guy suspended for the rest of the season Jeez, how does that affect so them unweight. is Kansas a one seed in his eyes is San Diego excuse me is San Diego State a one seed in his eyes. Uh, so we'll get into that and more with Richie Show Again, that's coming up at the top of the second hour here at 5 o'clock uh, here on the Full Court Press on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The fan, Eric, gone. Not forgotten. Alive but not dead. He'll be back on Monday to join us here on the Full Court Press. And uh, as we preview what is a busy weekend, including Utah Jazz, they get ready for Dallas Mavericks tomorrow afternoon. That's right. That's right. Afternoon. At Vibman Smorrow Home Arena, three o'clock start. You'll get the pregame here with David Locke and Ron Boone and the game in its entirety, including postgame, uh here on one oh six nine FM 1390 AM The Fan. Another busy night here on Friday night, including Region Eleven basketball, AJ. Uh you got a chance, you as the play by play voice for the Mountain Crest Mustangs. You kind of have a you have a pretty good grasp on the region eleven as a whole. What has stood out to you so far?
0: Anything um. surprising for you? Yeah, I really thought there was going to be a little bit more competition at the top um, between Bear River and then Ridgeline as I think, really surprised after kind of a slow start. I do not know that Skyview will lose again before the playoffs. Wow. They do have to go to Ridgeline. I'm curious to see how Ridgeline responds to that one, but Skyview seemed to take care of them at, at Skyview. But I, I don't think they're going to lose. I think uh, I got to see Bear River last week. I think if you can play physical with them, you can frustrate their leading scores. And, and Skyview, I was just looking at the lineup, and I've been talking to, uh, to Hurricane about it. They have so much length. They cause such a problem on the defense. That's a good point.
1: Uh, tonight's matchups uh, will be as follows, and we'll also announce the uh, stations. You can hear them on, too. Bear River is uh, against Green Canyon. That'll probably be your game of the night uh Bay River you're going to hear on 104.9 the Ranch in Box Elder County uh and then Green Canyon you also you can hear from Craig Hislop on 100.9 yeah there you thank you 100.9 FM uh and then Skyview tonight they're on a roll as you already mentioned they're at Mount Crest yep. and we're going to get a bet. we're going to get more of a deeper breakdown from AJ here in just a bit at Mount Crest so uh, AJ will be covering two stations both here on this one 106 on FM 1390 AM the Fan and of course uh, AJ, you can hear them on your station 1077 uh, FM. And then uh, Ridgeline is taken on Logan. So that game will be at Ridgeline, which will be courteous or courte- courtesy of Dave Dave Simmons and Nick Zollinger. You'll hear that game on 104.5 FM and 610 AM KVNU. And that leaves you with what should be a another big blowout for uh, in Region 11 play. Wait, did I miss a game here? Did I say that right? No, you got him. Okay, I did. Okay, sorry. I said Richard and Logan. Sorry. I'm off of it right now. Uh, you tell me Joel Flacco shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame has really messed me up today, <laughs> mentally. Uh, again, Green Canyon's at Bear <laughs> River. Logan will be at Ridgeline. And Skyview will be at Mountain Crest. I hate to be this guy. And I'm going to put you on... Well, never. That's I'm here. not going to ask because you're a play-by-play guy. I can't ask that question. I won't ask you. Never mind. Not on air. Uh... <laughs> I got to be really careful about that. Uh <laughs> But okay, so look, Mason Fault obviously is another star studded basketball player. Is he the best player in the 4A class in your mind, yes or no, AJ? Uh
0: having not seen um all I mean, we've of seen Dixie all 4A, Pineview, yeah. Uh I can't say without certainty, but yeah, he is. <laughs> I, I, I when I saw him last year, the first time I saw him was last year. I was doing, uh, or excuse me, yeah, last year I was doing pl- uh, color for Green Canyon Footballs. The first time I saw him, and I texted my dad and brother, who I love talking sports with, after the game, and I said, "This is the first time I've seen professional athlete talent in my life." Wow, he will play professional sports because I think he could. I I don't know. He probably has a better tr- uh, path via basketball, but I think he could play professional football if he wanted to, if he'd set his mind to it.
1: Here's the RPI standings as they look as of right now before tonight. Skyview's at 1, 13-2. Dixie, 14-2, and two, stands at number 2. 3 is Cedar. 4 is Hurricane. 5 is Juan Diego. 6 is Ridgeline. 7 stands better, and get this, 8 is Bear River as of right now. Green Canyon's at 12th. 14th is Logan, and Mount Chris is at the very bottom, standing at 21st. Not been a good season for him. Do you still think with the way the RPI system, do you think the Mount Crest Mustangs could get out of the first that opening bottom feeder round?
0: Who would they play in the first round? Uh that's those?
1: that depends. We wouldn't know yet.
0: Um see they, I'm, I I want to see the rest of Region 11 because so they they played Ridgeline on Wednesday and and lost by I think I think it was 16. I think it was 64-48, which is not Ridgeline I think is going to be the second best team, so it's not like losing on the road there, but They, I thought, found something against Bear River between Tanner Bones shooting, Nick Fevers driving, and uh, Marshall Nethercott as their leading scorer. I thought they found enough on offense, and they played with pace, which Bear River wanted to, and it seemed like Mountain Crest handled it well. I thought they found something, so we'll see if they can find that again. But, yeah, I think there's enough talent there to maybe get one upset.
1: Really? Yeah. I mean, because I think, if I remember last year, they – they played well, I guess not last year, excuse me, but with this scene, they might be playing Ogden, Ben Loman, or Uinta in that first bottom feeder round. And if that's the case, I think they win either of those matchups.
0: I, I like I said, I want to see what they do the rest of the season. Obviously tonight's gonna to be a big test because you're playing, I think, pretty pretty decided amongst everyone, the number one team in the class. Yeah. I don't know that there's a whole lot of debate because Skyview played a pretty tough non-region conference.
1: Dude, that's the Their schedule. I forgot about that.
0: If Mountain Crest would win
1: that game, they would play Skyview in that first opening round because they'd be the number one team. <laughs> yeah, they would. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they would. And that'd be at Skyview, too. Oh, well, okay. This would make it kind of easy for them. Uh, so that's why, again, Skyview stands at one. Ridgeline is six. River is eighth. Green Canyon is 12th. Logan is 14th. And Mountain Crest is 21st, first twenty first. Here's my question for you, Ajay.
0: How many teams do you think from Region Eleven finish in the top ten? Two.
1: Region Eleven, Scabby. I think Bear River falls out of it.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of leaning that way too. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they make it. I <laughs> think they'll be, I think they'll be close. I think they'll be uh, Bear River. Uh, I think it will be like Mountain Crest football. The f- well, yeah, be like there you right go. There. there you go.
1: All right, we're gonna take a break. Come back. We'll clean up the first hour for you and call it. Uh, Call it quits on that one and get you ready for the second hour, which stars Richie Schiller of ESPN. I'm telling you, you tell me Joe Flacco was in the Hall of Fame he's ruined not. my day. He's absolutely not. You are a sham. <laughs> You're probably the guy who didn't vote Derek Jeter into the Hall of Fame, aren't you?
0: Who does that, by the way? You. No, I think he you is wouldn't. a Hall of Famer. You're I think an, he's you a terrible. Not. I think he's a terrible team owner.
1: So is Michael Jordan, but he's a Hall of Absolutely.
0: He's a terrible team owner. You don't think
1: Michael Jordan's a Hall of Famer, do you? Oh,
0: get out of here. Michael Jordan's the greatest of all time. No, he's not. He absolutely no, is. No, he's
1: not. Do you know who he is? Yeah, he did.
0: He didn't push You know off, who he's the best of calls. all time? Yeah. What? Who? Adam Keefe. The Eggies Jazz, high schools, even the Pee Wees T-ball team. It's the full court press on Sports Talk Radio. The fan.
1: You know, Charlie Conway is going to make the NHL Hall of Fame. So is Gordon Bombay for his great coaching career.
0: They are underrated as a team.
1: Goldberg is – I don't think Goldberg will make it, but Cat the goalie
0: will. Yes. Yeah. Yes. From Bangor, Maine.
1: <laughs> what a sham you are.
0: That's where she's <laughs> from. such
1: a sham. All right. It's AJ night in the second hour coming up starring Richie Shore VSP on the top of the hour.
0: I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The NFL Pro Bowl is this Sunday in Orlando. It'll probably get a good rating. People watch anything related to the NFL. But I'm not sure there's any all-star game that less represents the game itself than the Pro Bowl. Football is defined by its intensity. Players have to go 100% the whole time. It's a high-wire act every Sunday. What you're going to see in Orlando is nothing like that. Especially running plays. The defense doesn't want to hurt anyone. They sort of cradle the guys to the ground. It looks silly. Football is not a game that lends itself to going half speed. Maybe they should switch to playing 7-on-7. That would be fun. It would be fun to see linemen going out and trying to catch passes. But I'm not sure as long as the game brings eyeballs to ESPN, nothing is going to change. Just don't tune in and expect to see the kind of football you're used to seeing during the regular season and certainly the postseason. I'm Dan Patrick and this is Above the Noise.